I believe in prayer. Prayer is the key that unlocks the throne of God's mercy. And I want to help you today to have a more effective prayer life than you've ever had in your life. It's because I believe in prayer and I believe something good is going to happen to you. Now, if you study the Bible, you'll find people praying and getting answers. Abraham prayed and God answered him. Hannah prayed and she got an answer. Moses prayed, David prayed, Solomon prayed, and they all got answers from God. King Jehoshaphat and King Hezekiah prayed and they got answers. Mary prayed, Paul and Silas prayed, and they got answered. Peter prayed and he got answered. <laughs> and so many people in the Bible prayed. Well, the good news is God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What he did in Bible days, he's still doing now. He's still answering prayer. The disciples prayed, they got answers. Jesus himself prayed and he got answers. And we are all called to pray. Every one of us, when times are good and when times are not so good. And we're to pray over everything and we are to pray over all things. And we as a nation, we are to pray over our nation, over our country, over our leaders. We're to pray over our economy. We're to pray over our borders. We're to pray over our businesses, over our ministries, over our families, over our finances. And we're to pray over our health too, to be in health even as our soul prospers. We're to pray against fear and against doubt, against every satanic force that would try to come against us as a nation as well as against us personally. I believe in prayer. We are to pray one for another. The Bible says pray one for another that you may be healed. I'm talking about prayer, the sincere desire of your heart. Listen friend, prayer was not designed to put a burden on you. Prayer was designed to take burdens off of you. And our battle in prayer is not a fight against people. The Bible says we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. That's Ephesians chapter 6. We don't wrestle with flesh and blood, but instead against powers and principalities, against rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness. Our battle is not against people. It's against Satan who comes against us. But Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Remember, the Bible says that Daniel prayed for 21 days. And the angel came after 21 days and said, God heard your prayer and sent me immediately. But I had to fight through the powers of the principalities of the air. I had to fight through the devil's kingdom in order to get the answer to you. And that's what's happening now. Our country has been taken over by strongholds, strongholds in America, satanic strongholds. But the good news is we can stand together in faith and we can pray. And as I've said many times on this program, much prayer, much power. Little prayer, little power. No prayer, no power. William Bradford, back in the 1600s, declared at Plymouth Rock that America was founded upon Christian principles. Now, they may have taken it out of our secular textbooks and our public schools, but it is nonetheless true. We were founded on the principle that all men and all women are created equal by their Creator. Sure, imperfect humans, but the right purpose. And the First Amendment of our Constitution says that we are guaranteed, listen to those words, we're guaranteed the freedom of speech, the freedom of religion, and the freedom of assembly. Let's pray we never lose that in this nation. Yes, we see the strife. Sure, we're not uh, buried our heads in the sand like ostriches. We, we see the strife in our nation, the division in our land. And I'll tell you truthfully, no politician has the answer. Not a one. The answer is not in an elephant. The answer is not in a donkey. The answer is in a lamb. Jesus, the lamb slain from the foundation of the earth, 
the Son of God who came that we might have life and have it more abundantly, came to bring healing, wholeness, salvation, deliverance from, for miracles in our lives, in every area of our lives. And maybe you feel like your situation is hopeless. Well, it may look like it, but my friend, you're never hopeless. Not when you have prayer. And let me encourage you today. Let me give you some lifelines. You say, what will prayer do? Let me give you lifelines today. First, this pain won't last forever. Revelation 21.4 says, He will wipe away all the tears from their eyes, and there will be no more death, no more grief, no more crying, and no more pain. Listen to that. Second, praise God even when it's hard. Psalm 43 verse 5 says, when I'm, Why am I so sad and why am I so troubled? I will put my hope in God, and once again I will praise Him, my Savior and my God. And third, give your burdens to God. Don't try to carry them yourself. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 says, Come to me, all you who are tired and carrying heavy loads, and I will give you rest. Remember, when you're weak, that's when God is strong. And fourth, keep your eyes on Jesus, the Son of God. Psalm 34, verse 45, I prayed to the Lord and He answered me. He freed me from all my fears. The oppressed look to Him and are glad, and they will never be disappointed. Fifth, God will strengthen you. Listen to that. God Almighty will strengthen you. Isaiah 40, verse 31, But those who trust in the Lord for help will find their strength renewed. They will rise up with wings as eagles. They will run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And sixth, don't stop praying. <laughs> Romans 12, 2 says, Let your hope keep you joyful. Be patient in your troubles and pray at all times. <laughs> I tell you, anyone who is among the living has hope. You're never without hope. No one whose hope is in God will ever be put to shame. And just as surely as, as I'm saying this to you today, you have a future. Jeremiah tells us that God has a future for you. He has a plan, and that plan is good. So be strong, be bold, be of good courage. And remember that God has not given you a spirit of fear, but instead He's given you a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. You're not going crazy. No, much prayer, much power. Little prayer, little power. No prayer, no power. Now, I realize that we don't live in a fantasy world. We live in a real world. It's not, Calgon, take me away. No, no, no. And sometimes it looks like all hope is lost. But just about the time it looks like it's all over, that's when God Almighty comes in on the scene. That's when He begins to stretch out His hand with miracles and signs and wonders. That's when He begins to turn things around and make the crooked places straight. So believe in Him, trust in Him, look to Him, because He's the author and He's the finisher of your faith. For more inspiration and faith-building messages like this one you're listening to, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And you can find videos of all the Place for Miracles programs on our YouTube channel, Richard Roberts ORM.